0: <laughs> Hello, friend. I don't know why it seems like it's been a long time, when it it only has been two weeks. <laughs> it's been three. Oh, has it? Did we Yeah. a... Oh, we- because I was on my vacation thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So we, since we've done a recording, yeah. It's that's, yeah, and that's what I I mean. Okay, well, then that's why it seems long, because it, it was actually long. <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, but all now right, we're so- back. We are. Cool. Go ahead. No, I don't have anything to say. You have to do the (laughs) intro. Oh. All
1: right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I can't do this. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Saylet. And we're happy you're back with us again today uh, for this episode 93. Yes. Nice. Yeah.
0: Oh my god, I cannot believe it. It's
1: wild.
0: <laughs> I know. We're getting so close to our 100, which I'm really excited about. So this is... <sighs> This is big news. But yeah, welcome back, everyone, to the podcast that reads and reviews paranormal romance novels. We've got a good one for you guys today. Yeah. Happy to get back into Miss Eve Longley, who we love so much. Yeah. But let's get all of our, like, weird
1: shit out of the way. Let's get our preliminary crap done. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I went on vacation for two weeks to uh-huh. California. We did a road trip. It was great. And I've been off the wagon for those mm-hmm. two weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> needless to say, I've gained a couple of pounds, just a few, not anything tragic or anything. So I need to get That's back good. on my regimen. I had a great time. Yeah, it was good. We were on vacation and it, it's just what's expected. So I just need to get back into it. And I'm finding that very hard and mm. um, I'm finding it harder because I'm not journaling. Ah. And I think I need to see it written down. So I need to get back into journaling. Mm-hmm. But I'm still feeling good and just doing my thing. and
1: That's you know. good. Yeah. I've had a bad week of just like a lot of stuff coming up. So I was like, ugh, just whatever. It's hot. It's fucking
0: like a oh, 100 good. goddamn we're degrees. We're breaking records all over the fucking the place. The last
1: record we just broke was a 147-year-old record. <laughs> the last time we were this hot on July 28th was before we were a state Before Colorado was a state. fucking... So this record stood for 147 years and we obliterated it the (laughs) other day. And I was like, oh my god, it's hot. So it's definitely... I just have been like, ugh. And like eating doesn't even feel good. I'm just like, I don't even want to eat. Like who wants food? It's hot. Food is annoying. You don't want to do anything. No, I don't want anything. Just like lay under my fan and be cool. Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, I also have not been very on the wagon y. I am (laughs) permitting myself this one last weekend because Patrick's going out of town and so I get to have the house to myself and I'm not going to leave it and I'm going to just eat some shit that I really want that I haven't had in a long time and I'm just going to like
0: do it like
1: bad weekend. I'm going to binge watch a bunch of like rom-coms probably.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah, dude.
1: (laughs) And this like, and then on Monday, put it all away, have all my food prepped and ready to go for the next week and just be
0: like. Back. You know what? It. Fuck it. I'm doing it with you, even though I'm not going to be with you, because I uh, fully 100% support your alone Netflix time, because I would actually love that, too, but I can't have it. So... <laughs> So I'm going to be there with you in spirit. And while I don't think I'll do too much, I think I won't pay attention as much and stress about it as much and then get right back onto it on Monday. Just
1: one weekend more. Because it's also like, I feel like July as a whole was really hard the whole month because... We, we, we went out of town and then came back and then it was hot and then I you know I've been doing a lot of I'm trying to get everything ready for siding on my house so there's a lot yeah. of that stuff going on and like activities on the weekend and we've been busy and this and that and so I'm just gonna end July this weekend with that just whatever I'm not paying attention I'm gonna <laughs> eat the ice cream probably is really what I'm gonna just eat for the whole weekend because yeah. it's cold and it'll it'll help me when I
0: feel hot <laughs> yes
1: and then I will be better on Monday I just I'm gonna start over fresh for august you know pinky
0: swear all right it's we've sworn our pinkies are sworn all right yes yeah
1: because we pointed them at the zoom camera at the camera
0: (laughs) it's been witnessed not recorded not recorded so you guys don't actually know if we really did it or not but But we we, did but we did
1: (laughs) so yeah so that's it i mean but again i luckily haven't gone too far backwards yeah you know and I still feel pretty good. I just I know I've just been like coasting though, and not like yeah. trying. Like I haven't had a plan in action for a couple of weeks. So yeah. Oh well. But that's Absolutely. Okay. It happens. It is. Life life happens. You can't beat yourself up about it.
0: Life happens. Totally. Totally, dude. You and just I'm have all to react. For the ice cream. Yeah. Ice cream. That's what I did in California. That was all. That was why. Because mm-hmm. all I fucking did was eat ice cream. That was like the first thing I did when I got to Peter's house was Shelby and I went to the store and I fucking bought ice cream. <laughs> And we had it in there. And then the next time Dan went to the store, I made him get ice cream. (laughs) We weren't even finished with the first set of ice cream. But I'm going to need
1: some more. (laughs) I'm going to need more. So please get more ice cream. Just get more ice cream. It's a billion degrees.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> North California was surprisingly way hotter than Southern Cal. Oh wow! Um, wow. Yes, it was insane how much hotter it was there. Like that it is was insane. Tolerable at Universal. We went to Universal on mm-hmm. one of the Mondays, and I wasn't sweating. I wasn't. I mean, it was great, mm-hmm. good weather, but I was melting in North California. So, that's but anyway, well, great. that's good. Okay, so yes, there yeah, we go. Fun cool. stuff. All right. Well. Let me give you this quickie, and then okay. we'll get on with that. So, do you prefer bras with or without a wire? Or do you even prefer bras at all? Like, do you like to freeball your boobs? Are you a free boober? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the term. So, as a general
1: rule, I cannot free boob. <laughs> Mine are slightly Too aggressive for, for free boobing. I do... Especially like around the house, I have def I've gotten into um, bralettes lately, which are n- no wire and they're barely even bras. They're kind of just like a shelf bra with a- without a shirt. So I'll wear those around the house when I'm just like by myself, or I mean mm-hmm. even if I'm not alone because it's still it's enough coverage. But out in public, at like work, I mm-hmm. have to go full bra, padded wire, and it's not like padded, padded, but just the cups have to have the enough insert thing. Yeah, well, they have to have enough. Support because otherwise, with a wire, if if the cup isn't kind of stiff, my boobs just fall over the wire. I don't get the fucking point. Uh, (laughs) And also, I need the, I need the to protect the nipples because they have a tendency to be real out and about.
0: (laughs) 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 If I'm not careful, those adventurous
1: nipples, they just want to see the world.
0: You can't keep us locked
1: up in here. Fuck like, you show me the sights, and I'm like, "What do you want to <laughs> um, <laughs> free the nipples?" <laughs> yeah, but no. So no, I know I I do feel like the older I get, the more I think that wire bras are killing me, but I'm wearing them anyway. <laughs> So yeah. every time I try to go wireless, I find that the band is so tight that I feel like I can't breathe.
0: Yeah, I, for some reason, I thought I thought you'd gone wireless. Mm-mm. I don't know. Maybe I thought I heard it in a conversation we had because I remember us I talking about that, but maybe you were explaining something else.
1: Well, I'm trying to do. Yeah, just that, that's what I use the bralettes for most of the time maybe outside that's of what it like was. Work, yeah. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get home, that fucker <laughs> comes off, and I is either it... just have a camisole or a bralette.
0: So is the bralette? Is it sort of like a sports bra?
1: It's a sports bra without being that intense. Like the point isn't to hold them all the way in. Like yeah. sports bra is like locked down so you can run without dying. <laughs> um, I can't. I couldn't run in a bralette because they really are. But it's the kind of usually the shape of a sports bra. Just yeah, just the one you pull on over your yes. head and put on. Yeah, but it's just in enough fabric to just be an extra layer against against nipple out and uh yeah just them a little bit it's just a little bit more than just wearing a t-shirt because if i wear just a t-shirt they just (laughs) i mean they're all over the place
0: i hear you i'm all about freeing the the boobs and and all of that too in a in a comfortable setting Mm -hmm. i i don't think that they should be stigmatized unfortunately we live in a society that does but as far as comfortability goes, I used to wear a padded wire bra. I've never really found one that ever really fit. I don't have, I mean, I have like my cup, I have A.5, like they're barely B's. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't really have boobs to begin with. And I didn't know that they were called bralettes. Now I could tell you I actually graduated to bralettes. That's actually what I wear now. I've been wearing them for a couple of years. I found some Calvin Klein ones at Costco in a pack of like two or three. And Did I- you
1: say Calvin Klein? Yes. That's my favorite one. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. That's, those did are the ones I buy. Yeah, at,
0: uh, around the bottom it reads Calvin Klein in yes. a white band. Yes, mm-hmm. I have those. <laughs> those are the exact ones I have. And then I bought some like imitation ones from Amazon. That Mm -hmm. I don't like as much, but they work. Like, they're Mm -hmm. totally fine. But my favorite ones are the Calvin Klein ones Mm -hmm. from
1: Costco. Yeah, I love that one.
0: I just wear those now. I don't have any bras that have wire in them. Mm Because those used to just poke out and became a problem and stuff. And I never fit those Mm -hmm. correctly because my boobs just... I think that's also my problem. Like, like my fault. I just didn't know how to fit myself properly for a bra.
1: Oh, I, it's the the statistics on the number of women that walk around in the wrong size bra is really huge. I'm <laughs> sure I don't wear the right one, but every time they I get them professionally fitted, they're like, they come up with some number that's insane. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm not wearing like a 42H. Go to hell. I'm not that big. I'm going to keep my little one. <laughs> my 40C <laughs> and that's all i want i don't want anything else <laughs>
0: that's
1: awesome <laughs> I know it's all just a number we should wear what fits instead but I can't get over that I'm like no well that's
0: why I I think I like the bralettes because then you could just buy like the small the medium, the large, exactly. the extra large
1: yeah they're and just those they aren't that's like it. all these convoluted like numbers and letters no. and shit and you're like no. I don't know yeah Mm-mm. I just brought I bought two more online just this week from that lively.com that oh. I don't know if you've been seeing the ads they're like literally have been have. all of my ads have been those bras and finally, now they're going like,
0: to be mine now that you've brought it up
1: <laughs> Welcome, you're welcome Thank you Facebook for listening to oh, us yeah,
0: Free free advertisement um, But
1: I, I'm wearing it for the first time today And I really like it It's oh, really God. cute, they're super cute nice. And I was afraid because they only go up to large And I was like, ooh, is that going to be big enough? And it is barely, but it does work <laughs> It works, it works
0: I'm sorry, I'm looking right now To see which yeah. one I'm wearing Good thing we're on camera Yeah Oh, I totally lied. They're not the Calvin Klein. <gasps> oh, no. They're the DKNYs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen the Calvin Klein ones. Oh, shit. Now I've got to try them now that you're saying that they're like... That,
1: I mean, that was the first one I ever bought and I liked it so literally much. Literally the tits. <laughs> yeah, they are tits. <laughs> I bet you there's. Oh, they're probably the same thing as your DKNY ones. They just have different names. I think I yeah. got mine at Nordstrom Rack.
0: <laughs> okay. Well and Costco's got the Calvin Klein ones. Oh. I've good. seen them there. Oh, okay. But and maybe that's why I thought that I'd got them, because I could see it in my head, but now that I just took my shirt off, which I think <laughs> I really am gonna do in real life because we'll I'm it. fucking hot in this closet of mine. Do it. Actually, yes, hold on guys. You guys are going to hear me take my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah i can't even do stripper music i tried to make some <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i, I started instead singing <laughs> smoke on the water i was like wait that's not stripper music what the fuck is stripper music sound like
0: um <laughs> i know i, I don't matter. know I I, I I can't help you there it could be yeah this is very nice, actually. I, I do enjoy sitting here. I don't even know why I'm wearing shorts As also, because they're barely shorts. I just I don't <laughs> know why I'm wearing them. Oh, I think it's because I've got children in the house and I have to wear clothes now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they're definitely getting to the age where you should <laughs> wear clothes.
0: Yep. Definitely. All right. Cool. Well, good. 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 Cool. So, we read Bunny Misfit by Yvonne yeah. Le, narrated by Marie Smith. This is the 3rd of the Misfit series. What is it called? Yeah. Is it called the Misfit series? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and we really Misfit. enjoyed it. We really loved it. And so Colina will give you a quick snippet and then we'll talk it's about I mean, all of the hot masturbation scenes it's that we the got. Clits notes. Time. Yeah, clits notes.
1: So we meet or I mean we've already met But this book starts out after Siren Misfit, which is um, Lana and Yori's story. And Lana went off to find out about her past and discovered that her father was Neptune and her mother was a siren. And they were both missing. They've been missing since before she was born. And so presumed kidnapped by this science
0: organization
1: organization or whatever that is doing experiments and kidnapping uh, shifters and, and, and supernatural beings. So... They get a fix, or they get a they get a clue as to where they might be located, somewhere in the in the Rockies, like um, the, the Canadian Rockies. And Lana's pregnant, so she can't go because she's on bed rest. And mm-hmm. Beth is trapped in uh, limbo or wherever she is. And Misfitia. so, Miss Fiddy. Well, that's where she renamed it, but it is limbo, right?
0: That's true. She did rename it that. Yeah, it is limbo of some sort.
1: And so. The only one left is Claire. And so Claire's the third roommate that we originally met at the very beginning. She is a bunny shifter and she has very serious um, anxiety and and as a bunny, a stress problem, you know, like a a fear. She's afraid of many things. So she's working with her therapist on how to conquer her fears. And she's decided that she's going to do this. She can go out. On this mission and find the place where the science, the scientists are keeping all of these creatures and, and people and other things that they've captured. And then we, they can do reconnaissance. But she's going to find them because as a benefit, she also knows the Rockies because she grew up there when she was part of her wolf pack before she ever shifted to become a bunny. Mm-hmm. So... So she's off on her first adventure alone and everyone's a little bit nervous. They think she, you know, can't do it, but she is very adamant that she can do this, that she knows she's she's strong enough and she can do it. Now she initially has a little bit of a scare because once she leaves home and is trekking through the wilderness, she starts kind of losing control of her shifting abilities and starts shifting just kind of randomly. And after a couple of months, she realizes her period is late and she's afraid she had sex with a bunny while she was in a shifted (laughs) form and she's pregnant with some like random bunny spawn and she's like oh shit that's gonna go badly. Yeah. But it's good story turns out she's not she starts her period right at the beginning of the book um But she's definitely, she thinks she's in the right town. There's this mysterious lab that everyone seems to work for, but nobody in the town works for They always bring in contractors from outside to do the, like, maintenance or the security and stuff. And so she's, she's trying to get a hold of, you know, trying to lure a couple of the guys that work there. It's a Friday night, and she figures, I'll get them to talk to me and get drunk, and I'll ask them questions about this lab and try to figure out how to infiltrate it. Well... Her initial plan doesn't go so well because these three really awful, gross dudes are like, she sits and has a drink with them for a while. And then they assume, of course, that means she sex. Right. And she's like, "No, I don't have sex with you guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and so they kind of force the issue and she is in an a dark alley with them. But she gets saved by Derek. Now, she knows Derek from her childhood. So when she was, when she was young, she was part of a wolf pack. Her parents were the alpha pair of the wolves. And at her 16th birthday, when she had finally had her menses for the first time, that's when shifters shift. That's the first yep. time they shift. So she's all excited. She thinks she's going to be a beautiful wolf, just like her parents. She goes out with the other kids who are shifting for their first time. And the full moon comes out and all of a sudden, bam, she's a bunny. <laughs> In the midst of a whole bunch of wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she does she stays around. The, her parents are fighting and arguing about why why this happened. How is she a bunny? Like what's going on? Is she even their kid? And uh-huh. and so she just as a 16 year old girl, this is just a nightmare. Like she feels rejected by her whole clan by the whole pack and like she just doesn't fit in. And the next time she shifts, they chase her and they surround her. The the wolves do. So she's really scared and she wakes up in a pool of blood with a wolf ear next to her and she doesn't know what happened. And so she runs away from home at 16. So she hasn't been home since, but one of the guys who she was always crushing on is Derek. So she runs into him in this town. He comes in actually helps save her from these three awful gross dudes. And then they kind of have a flirty relationship for a little bit. She almost gets kidnapped. He saves her again. She surprises him by, like, getting out of the kidnapping situation on her own a little bit, too, and hitting a guy over the head with a tire iron. Mm -hmm. Even though she's so small and everyone just... She's so cute. She's blonde and bubbly and perky and, like, all of the things that you usually describe someone who's not tough and and can fend for themselves. Yeah. But she really secretly can. So they start hanging out. He, He reveals... that he actually works at that facility that she's trying to break into. And he knows that kidnappings have been going on. He doesn't think it's them, but he knows kidnappings have been happening. But she convinces him that it is them, and they need to investigate because there's always going to be a hidden basement or something. Yeah. And so you know, they investigate. They get caught. They escape. They get caught. They escape. She <laughs> there's a lot of this. Again. Uh, she gets if kidnapped. That, she uh, doesn't. Uh, uh, along the way, they have sex a couple times. They <laughs> realize that they have, He's always loved her and was really bummed when she ran away from home mm-hmm. and no one knew where she was or if she was okay. She was into him in high school, but you know, he was on track to be the next alpha, and she was a bunny, so she was like, <laughs> Shit's not gonna work out. But now they've met each other again, and they're really into it. And yeah. uh, then she agrees to see her family again, and they they miss her and they love her, and they apologize for the way they handled her odd shifting,
0: transformation, and yeah.
1: uh, everybody's happy. And at the end, Lana gives birth to her baby, and we hear that maybe the best. The hybrid misfit is also pregnant. So, yep, and they definitely going to be another book. So, yes, but Lana and Derek are mating, right? Yes,
0: yeah, they are mated now because she asked him to yes. buy her on their last to marker And yeah. She's like, bite so me, and he's like, Are you sure? A- Official now, yep. yeah. So they are official, and she's she is a a bunny who is mated with a wolf. <laughs> so we jump immediately back into the typical Eve book. This yeah. book was fucking funny and just all of her different quirks that she's got in here. And there's Sasquatch. Is it Sasquatch? No, it's a yeah, yeah, it's Sasquatch. Sasquatch and a couple of other like you know mythical creatures. And at the very end of this book, and you just meet a couple of them, and it's. Just just... Just so funny because she just brings in all of this quirks and the relationship between Claire and Derek is just like super amazing.
1: Yeah. So if you remember when we reviewed the last book, so just so anyone who's interested, the first one was Hybrid Misfit and that was episode 53. And then the second one was Siren Misfit and that was episode 71. And if you guys remember from episode 71, we were a little bit kind of just it wasn't our favorite Eve book. Right. It it wasn't nearly as funny as her books usually are, and we didn't love the relationship or chemistry between Lana and Jory. We didn't really get it. Yeah. (laughs) And so it was, you know, it was a it's a good book, but it wasn't our favorite, and we were kind of disappointed a little bit, especially coming off of how much we loved Hybrid. Yeah. And we were so excited for Sirens because we just wanted a really awesome mermaid siren, and we we didn't get it, so we (laughs) were disappointed. So I was I was a little wary. We didn't know how Bunny was gonna go, but. But like Sel said, it's right back. It's really like just typical Eve. It's hilarious. Claire is very straightforward and like blunt about things. Like she just, well, she just says what's on her mind. She's not, she doesn't really filter a lot. And so there's a lot of times where she just says shit to Derek and he's like, what the hell did you just say? (laughs) (laughs) He's taken aback physically by all the things that come out of her mouth. And he's like, whoa. And so she's just very, very straightforward about a lot of things. So she's really funny. He's a much more sympathetic character than Jory was. Like,
0: yeah, much he more he immediately is
1: into her again. Like, I mean, to carry a torch for 10 years is pretty, you know, I don't know. It's romantic and cute, right?
0: It is. And- it's romantic and cute. And he confesses to it. He never just pretends like he's all macho and I was never into He told her straight up, I was going to ask you out. I loved you. I wanted to be with you. Yeah. When we were she, you were know, younger.
1: She ran away instead, and she's like, oh, I would have said yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he was so, like heartbroken, just like the rest of the clan. And
1: yeah, so so you know, they're just their dynamic is cute. Like, <laughs> so he's a giant fucking dude who turns into a wolf at you know the full moon or whenever he wants to, because he's he's an adult shifter who they can control their shift. And he's hanging out with a tiny little petite woman who turns into a bunny, and she fucking puts the food away in ways that he just can't understand. He's like, "How are you eating like
0: that?" Oh,
1: <laughs> and so my, like my every. every. Every time they sit down for a meal, she has, like, she'll she'll start off by, like, oh, I'll just put four french toast on my plate and i'm gonna put six on his plate that way he has more and then like halfway through the meal he'd be in two and she's cleared the rest of his plate off and she's <laughs> like you don't mind right you didn't want
0: that <laughs> and she's like five feet tall Yeah. and uh, just the smallest smallest person i oh, it's, it's so funny to to listen to all of that
1: i mean obviously i wish i had her metabolism to oh, do that yeah. and i'm a little super fucking jealous but it's still it's really funny and like all she does is talk about Chocolate, and he yes, just like anyone who tries to touch her MMs gets slapped, and like, she's oh, yeah, just really funny.
0: And Lana's all like, if you want to entice her, all you have to do is bring her food or candy, bring her chocolate, like, she's an Easter egg or Easter an Easter bunny. bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring her candy and chocolate. Because she also snacks out carrots and stuff, too, because she's fucking bunny. Yes,
1: yeah, she does really like carrots, but, you know, she's got to have that sugar, too.
0: <laughs> I know. Like, everything I love that she so was,
1: Everything he, he got her for Chinese food was, like, all the sugar dishes, and you're like, oh,
0: please. <laughs> I know. And so much food. So much so, food. So much food.
1: And he still, like, barely had any, and she ate the rest. <laughs> I, I
0: love, I love, love, love that. The way that E wrote how their relationship was, because it was almost kind of like, like, he didn't remember her in that way, but he always was really into her and he's discovering her, you know, as an adult.
1: Oh, yeah. This is a very different person than the 16-year-old mm-hmm. girl that ran away.
0: Exactly. And she's a lot more self-confident. Of course, she's, like, super hot. and But she's also really smart and really caring, you know. Mm-hmm. But I love... <laughs> I love that he's got this really tough exterior and he wants to protect and he's got a little bit of jealousy and and all of that, but he's still really into her and he's genuine about it. And so when she is engaging with him and flirts with him or stuff like that he still keeps his composure but he's just like i still want to protect you so when he like goes and gets food for them he buys extra food for like four people because you know he just understands her and knows her so well it's just so cute and i just i wish dan would bring home like a whole bunch of chinese food for me to eat (laughs) I guess that wouldn't be very good since I don't have her metabolism.
1: Yeah, no, I yeah I know. Right? <laughs> but no, I know. It, like he immediately catches on, like because they yeah. only they see each other for like one evening. She almost gets kidnapped and he he saves her. Um, and he watches her eat like fudge out of a bag or something. Like she had gotten herself some fudge and she had some of it. And so then like the next morning when she runs past his house because she she stole his wallet so she would yeah. know where he lived. <laughs> And <laughs> she runs past his house and he comes out with a cup of coffee and he's, like, five sugars and, like, all the cream or something. And she's, like, how'd you know? He's, like, I just guessed. It's uh, so, like, he immediately was, guess. like, oh, this bitch likes sugar and...
0: <laughs>
1: and then, like, he she makes him breakfast that day because he tries to feed her bran flakes or something. And she's, like, yes! oh, hell no, that's not breakfast.
0: <laughs> and it's it's such a play on for like rabbit stuff because when yeah, I mean, you give people food. grains and vegetables they're like i'm not a rabbit this is rabbit food and she's a fucking rabbit
1: <laughs> It's so good. So like and then right then after that breakfast he knew like how to feed her after watching it. Yeah. So like yeah, the next that evening when he gets the Chinese food he knows how to order or he stops at the store for cookies and yes! like, extra things. But she's already stopped and made cookies and she's got brownies in the oven and she's <laughs> she picked up ice cream and she's like, I got all this already She's like,
0: But I'll still take it. I know, it's so good. I love it when they have those little Little extras in the relationship where you just pick up on the little stuff because the little stuff matters and he wanted to give her more cookies. It does. It's which so is, cute. Which is so cute. And I could just imagine, like, this is the relationship that I think you like to describe sometimes where it's the big burly men and you just want to climb them. because Oh, you could just, for sure. Just climb he's
1: a, them. He's a tree and she can yeah. climb him
0: she should absolutely yeah <laughs> the other thing i really love about how Eve wrote claire is you can totally tell by the introduction of her when she's just 16 you know She's got a little bit, she's a little shy and she's got some self-esteem issues, but she really is aware of herself and, and so aware of how she feels about the people around her and her clan, her family, that she decides to run away because she feels like she's going to be a burden to them, which is really sad. But over the yeah. years, in 10 years, when they get to the adult part of their lives, she is really confident and she grows into this like gorgeous, gorgeous woman and she learns a few con artist tricks along the way. <laughs> You know, but she really develops a different sense of herself.
1: Yeah, she's a bunny, so she's a prey animal, which normally have to rely on flight in order to, uh, they freeze or they f- they they flee
0: mm-hmm.
1: in order to survive, and so she's. Spends a lot of her life in that frightened, freezing behavior, but she's been working with a therapist and working on how to overcome that initial instinct. And so when the first, in the very first book, she feels so bad because her uh, freeze instinct took over when they were in that big battle and she didn't help. But after that, we see her, she does better in the second book. In this book, she's out running, you know, this app all on her own. And she's trying to help everyone. And she keeps saying, you know, I I fight against my own intuition or like yeah. my own instincts. But she has done it. And she's very strong and powerful for having done that. She's come a long way in training and teaching herself how to, like, initially freeze, but then move past it and react. Yeah. You know, when she's in danger or when somebody's harassing her or she works at the strip club with the other ladies Mm -hmm. and, you know, guys slap, you know, unwanted touching, a slap on the ass and stuff, and she doesn't accept it. She puts it in its place.
0: Yeah. And as a person who lives with anxiety and fear, and all of that, I think having that awareness in yourself is important, for one. And then going to talk to somebody, you know, that she's she's talking to somebody, a therapist about it, which is really important as well. But then not only talking to them, but also taking their advice, and actually implementing it and putting it into fruition, because you can go and sit and tell people about your lives and take in, as much advice as you can, but nothing's going to happen unless you actually do something about it. Otherwise you're just going to keep living in that fear and that anxiety and you know all of this stuff that you're going through in your head and until you actually act on it and actually work on it in yourself so she has definitely done that over the past 10 years and I think messages like this is really inspiring and I like to read it I, I love to read these type of stories because not only are we getting the really good sex because there was amazing sex in this book
1: oh so good but
0: you get that self awareness and that self growth with the character the empowerment story yes it's an exactly. em- you know
1: like these are strong women now in present day society oftentimes the people who are engaging in the same roles that they are they're strippers and they work at strip clubs those are considered you know like kind of people who cops and and society kind of throws away their disposable
0: yeah they're stigmatized you know, people with stigmatized
1: people mm-hmm. in sex work of any kind yep. get stigmatized and looked at you know as being a different layer of society a level like below mm-hmm. and instead these are like the main characters of these books and They all have this, of course, they're supernatural creatures, but they also have this this trauma from, you know, they've either been abandoned, they ran away from home young, or they were adopted. You know, like something where they didn't, none of them lived a a perfect childhood, but they have grown up, addressed their issues internally, like they work on them with either therapists or friends or... Somehow, and they've all, all three of these women have grown and become strong, independent women outside of their relationship. They then, the very end, the cherry on top for all these women is then they find the guy. Yes. You know, it's not, they don't have to find them first and then fix themselves. They do, you know, they do the work and then at the end they get these wonderful men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) In addition. So it's just really, they're lovely stories. Yeah.
0: And I think that being able to find that out in yourself really does help with the chances, or I guess increase the the chances of finding that person because then you can see the self-worth in yourself and then it's
1: easier easier. I mean it's not a necessity I think sometimes we can hold that up a little bit too high where we're like if you don't if you aren't if you haven't worked on yourself enough you can't find or you're not deserving of love I guess it's sometimes the way that gets twisted and I want to say that's not true you can be a person in progress and still yeah 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 like be worthy of finding love anyway but it is easier I think it is easier I think it's also just part of the path that you have to walk whereas the more more confident and comfortable you are with yourself, even if it's always a work in progress, Mm -hmm. even if it's always something you have to work on, you have to fight against, then it's just easier to to know what you're looking for and find it and be secure in a relationship versus insecure, I think.
0: Yes, definitely. That's a great way to, to explain that, to put that that way. And I think that this book portrays that. I think we really see that in Claire and her rekindling, not, I guess, rekindling, but, you know, connecting with Derek again is... Yeah, it's really good. And then they they tease each other, they play with each other, and then mm-hmm. they have sex. They get captured. And the first time they have sex with each other is, <laughs> is in the jail cell that they're captured in with cameras rolling.
1: <laughs> with cameras well, rolling and they have one of the best like this is another just like classic Eve thing where so at one point her hotel gets blown, blown up, up. And so she shows up at his house. She's stolen his key at this point. So she's already in his house. He's at work. And he comes home and he's like, okay. And she's like, well, my hotel... Well, he he knows her hotel blow up. And he thought she was... He, he was like, how am I going to find her? Is she dead? Is she okay? But he shows up at home and she's there. And he's like, all right, you're not dead in the hotel explosion. Cool. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, well, I have to stay here now because I don't have a hotel. So they proceed to... they You know, they, they're they getting their flirt on and they pretty much make it clear like, okay, let's just do this. It's obvious we're both interested So they start to get going and, you know, he's digitally pleasuring her Uh and, and then they're going to move on and all of a sudden her phone rings and then, okay, it's a two hour long conversation with Lana. So he's fallen asleep by the time she comes to bed and she's like, damn it. (laughs) Okay. So then in the morning, he wakes up and he's like, okay, there's a really pretty lady in my bed who I kind of want to have sex with, but she's sleeping. And then she wakes up and she's like, let's do this. So they get started again. And then what? There's the a door knock bell? on the door. Yeah.
0: Someone's at the, the door. Doorbell. Mm-hmm.
1: And then somebody else calls. I mean, it's like four or five interruptions. Yeah. And then he just, then he has to go to work. And then he's, she's just like... <laughs> So they don't get to, you know, they, they keep getting interrupted mid, mm-hmm. mid, you know, like planning on heading to sex town. And so, you know, she joins him in the shower for just a quick blowjob because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I'll just reciprocate a little bit. But you've got to go to work. So yeah. this can't be long. <laughs> and the next time they're together, they're kidnapped.
0: Yep. So. <laughs> they are. And they don't really, they don't really know what for. And he's just like, well, I guess this company is bad. Let's whatever we're going to do now. But she's just like, let's just give him a shot. But she's all for it. She wants to fucking do this. She knows the camera's rolling. And he's like, "Uh, I'm not not really into the exhibitionist thing. And she's like, fuck it. Who cares? But they find out a way or he finds out a way. He just puts her up against the wall away from camera's view.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. He just uses his own body to block it. I mean, he's a giant man and she's a tiny Mm -hmm. bunny lady. How hard is it to hide her from the camera?
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so uh, that first sex scene was good my my favorite one is though the second one where they um after all of this stuff happens the adventure and yeah. the saving and and all of that she gets rekindled with her parents and she sneaks, quote unquote, out of the house because she stays in her bedroom, her childhood bedroom, instead of yeah. going through the front door. She's 26 years old, but she wants to live those moments that she didn't get to live. So she sneaks out to go meet a boy <laughs> in the yeah, woods. She,
1: she climbs out her window to go meet a boy and have sex in the woods.
0: Yep. And he's got her up against a tree and she's facing the tree. So he's taking her from behind and... Uh, Jesus, that was a fucking hot scene. That one's hot. One's
1: They're all hot. I mean, good. Eve writes great sex. Yeah. We get, at the very beginning, we get our favorite thing, which is masturbation. Oh God, scenes. we
0: do. Both the parties. Yeah. They
1: both, right after they meet each other, they have a pretty hot and heavy kiss. And she's tempted to, oh, she does invite him up and he goes, nah, and he leaves. Yes,
0: she does. <laughs> she does. And mm-hmm. he gets
1: home he's like, why the fuck did I say No. <laughs> And then she's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. So then just, like, I think in his living room, he just drops pants yep. and, like, rubs one out thinking that. of her. And all the ways that he wishes he hadn't said no and that he'd be with her right now. Oh. And I just am like, oh, that's good. Oh, my God.
0: I love it because it wasn't anything like he was, like, trying to pace the house and just trying to get rid of his boner and, and anything. No. He straight up, and it literally says, drops his pants and starts <laughs> pumping his cock. just. just- just going and thinking Done. about her in different ways. Oh, so yeah. good. It, it, pretty yeah. descriptive. Oh, very. I think. And then immediately after that, they get into Claire's scene, and yeah,
1: and she's doing the same thing at home. Yep, and she's doing it the- <laughs> at the hotel. Did she
0: do it in the shower? Was hers in the yes. shower? Yeah. Yes. She got in the yes. shower and did and and did herself. But the funniest part about that whole thing is the next day when they see each other again. <laughs> <laughs> when they start you know they're talking business and whatever the the situation is happening but the conversation had went to oh, how did it go where
1: he said something about like you know he just mentions like referenced the kiss and said he was you know mm-hmm. pretty attracted to her or something you know something about that and she comes back with like oh was did the kiss distract you too well I bet you didn't go home and masturbate to it yeah like I she did teased and she teach to him had... yeah yeah <laughs> and he's his jaw drops because he had and then she's like oh didn't you grab one out too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she immediately confessed her own yes like I was thinking about you and I touched myself and but also kind of got him to admit it as well yes. simultaneously Just, it was very cute it was
0: cute and so fucking ballsy like would you have the gall to do that in front of your crush and be like yeah did you go home and you know think about me while i while you were masturbating too <laughs> right um no
1: no no i wouldn't say it but i'm not claire i mean that's the thing that's,
0: the, that's where the that's where and i don't know if that's a self-confidence or if she truly does not give a shit like she's like whatever because she knows it's gonna happen they're both totally into each other you know
1: i think that's a confidence thing and then that's also just uh, being you know she doesn't seem to have a lot of hang-ups about any of that mm-hmm. you know <laughs> She's like, no, it's fine. And what's, what's he, like, especially because she really doesn't have the intent to go home or see her family at this point. And she really, she didn't expect to run into Derek. This is all happenstance. And she's thinks she's on a mission and then going to go back to, you know, her life. So what's the the risk? There's no risk. Yeah. It's not risky to just be like, I thought about you last night. while well, masturbating. So, eh, yeah. How funny is that? And if he doesn't like it or, you know, whatever, no biggie. And she- That's not the end of the world. She's
0: highly confident in her sexuality. Well, yeah. Which is... She's gorgeous. Yeah. Which is very helpful in that situation. But yeah, anyway, so so that's that. Sex is great. Read the sex. Let's do our kiss and tell. You ready for that? Yeah, we should do
1: that. So like I mentioned at the... Now... I will be clear that it's not explicit in this book at all, but it seems kind of implied because she was so concerned at the very beginning of the book that she was late, but then her period showed up and the rest of this book takes place in like two days. Yes. <laughs> so theoretically, or not even theoretically, but by the way, the laws of women, <laughs> she's on her period for this whole book. She should be on her period for all of this sex. Now, they don't... It's, that's not explicit. There's not a... You know, he doesn't comment on it, even though he goes down on her a couple times, so... He does.
0: He, he, he was, fingers her. He, he goes should down have noticed. Her. Yes. <laughs> it would have been very apparent. <laughs> it
1: would have been obvious. Yes. But, um, so our, our kiss and tell is period sex. And, like, anything to do with that. Like, d- do you do it? Have you? Do you not like it? If so, what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? All that stuff.
0: Yeah, so... Yes, I have had sex on my period before. It has only been with Dan because he does not make me feel gross about being a woman. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care if we do it in the bed or in the shower or or whatever. He just is like, whatever, I can always take a shower. I don't particularly like to do it in the bed if I really need to while I'm on my period because blood stains pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a pretty big stain. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty big stain. So we'll go in the shower, which we've mm-hmm. done plenty of times. But a lot of the time especially if it's a really bad period and you know we all know how Mm -hmm. that feels you don't particularly feel sexual or sexy or in the mood or anything like that though i guess sometimes they say that orgasms can help lessen the pain which i guess it does in a sense but for the most part we only do it in the shower if it ever gets there or i will pleasure myself you know which is not messy i can always use my toy which is just a vibrator so no penetration and then it's just you know make sure you clean your toilet after you use it ladies well every time anyway <laughs> yes <laughs> yes at any time not just after you have your period, your period but do it every time yeah uh, i i think the reason why i don't particularly like it not because i'm grossed out by it but i think it's because i correlate it with having sex in the shower and I'm not mm. fond of having sex in the shower. It's not mm-hmm. the greatest thing for me. I love having sex anywhere else but the water. So You know, there's just extra moisture and wetness that I don't really think that I wanna feel. And so mm-hmm. but if it's mm-hmm. if it's on the bed, which we don't we don't do very often because like I said, it stains, then it's totally fine. But mm-hmm. Dan doesn't make me feel bad about it. He doesn't make me feel gross about it. And he's really
1: And he shouldn't. Like mm-hmm. what's the fucking he- like that's the thing that drives me the craziest. Think about men sometimes. And not all men, obviously. But the ones who are particularly grossed out by periods of any kind or something. Yeah. Like, they want women to... Re- they really just want sex dolls. Yeah. Right? Because they don't like that women actually have functioning bodies. That they can talk? <laughs> like, like... That they
0: can... <laughs> If
1: you want to put your dick in it then you have to be okay that sometimes it bleeds like that's just part of its life that's what, it that's what happens to the vagina and it's just but what what is what is your dick blood phobic Like, what is it <laughs> do you do
0: you not bleed? faint at the
1: side of... like I mean if you fainted at the side of blood okay period sex probably not great but short of that it's not infecting you No. <laughs> like... It's not... It doesn't it's just, hurt you in any way. No. It, your dick's dirtier than my beard. I mean,
0: <laughs> right? I mean, right? if we're going to talk about that, <laughs> let's talk about the sanitation of your dick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> way less clean, Only. I'm sure of it. <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's something that... And I don't even know if... I don't think there's really any way to change that, but... You just gotta, I don't know. I think it just, I think it'll change over time, just like anything. Yeah, hopefully. More and more people
1: are okay with it. More, like, this seems like the younger generations are really, like, over all this bullshit. So they're gonna fix it. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, eh. They're like you, They're like, nah, we're not putting up with stupid stigmas. And we're gonna actually learn sex ed and learn about everybody's bodies and not be, like, grossed out by it. And be
0: respectful of it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, the number
1: of sites you read where, like, the misconceptions men have about... Periods, like where they don't understand, or they think you can stop them. Why don't
0: you just not have them? Why don't you just don't
1: have it? It's poor timing. Just don't have one. (laughs) You're like fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Or like I've seen a lot of tweets lately, like of men donning on men that we don't put the pads on our vaginas; they go on the underwear, and I'm just like, how did you function as a human?
0: Please don't tell me that's a real thing.
1: I've seen that everywhere lately. Yes, like women are like, I just realized that that's where that the sticky part goes in the underwear, and you're like, oh Oh. my god,
0: (laughs) what do you think is happening?
1: Like, oh, the horror. Sorry, uh,
0: let me put your condom in my vagina first, and then right.
1: Does that work? Is that how things go?
0: Go ahead and try to fit (laughs) that in there. (laughs)
1: get it in that way. So anyway, going back to the, yes, the sex, the period sex. I have done it. Typically, mine is more of a, I lose track, like I lost track that I was starting today and Mm. we'll have sex and it'll just be like, oh, look... (laughs) It's everywhere now <laughs> <Like a> surprise <laughs> so it hasn't really been like a I don't I can't think of any time that has been specific oh no there's one where I knew I was on my period and we did it anyway and that was it was fine mm-hmm. but I think that most of the times it's happened it's not a ton but most of the times it has happened and it has always been on that first day where I hadn't officially started like I didn't know I'd started yet yeah and then by the end of sex I'm like oh, oh, oh. Well, there it is <laughs> my friend hello everything is red (laughs) (laughs) the very first time that happened i was horrified because i did think we might be dying (laughs) i was like oh are
0: we all okay is everyone okay did you get a paper cut (laughs) on your (laughs) Your dick why is your dick bleeding go get one of my pads and put it on your dick
1: Right. Like our whole laps were just like, <laughs> e- e-. yeah, It's a, it was a thing. Oh, and no. I was like, oh, oh, okay. But um, I don't have a real big stigma about it. Mostly, like you said, I just have real bad cramps. And I know, mm-hmm. again, the, the theory, and I'm going to read it in our fun fuck fact article, that orgasms release a chemical that reduces pain. Mm. And I have utilized that when I'm not on my... Be- like, oh, you know, if I'm having a really bad headache or something, I have found that I can usually... I don't know if it makes the headache go away or if I just concentrate more on masturbation and thus my headache disappears on its own. Who knows? I can't I don't know. I'm not a scientist. (laughs) But it does feel like it works in that in those cases. But my muscles down there are so are cramping and so tight, the idea of a like tampons are tough. Mm. Like I'm gonna put a dick in (laughs) them? I don't know how. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's definitely times where I'm like, I can barely get a tampon because oh, the cramps are so strong. Sorry. I don't know how I would get a dick there. And this
0: tampon is way smaller than your dick. So. Way smaller.
1: So, <laughs> so, no, it's not a... It's not... I don't rush to do it. It's not something I'm like... I have to do it. All I have to do it. Yeah. I have... I have one of those menstrual cup things. It's not quite a cup, but it's one of the ones that they say you can use on your for sex on your period. Oh, okay. It, it creates a barrier. I haven't tried it out yet. I mean, I've, I've worn it, but I haven't tried it with sex yet. Okay. So if I ever do, I'll let you guys know if it works. <laughs> but it's supposed to be mess-free period sex.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Because all the blood stays on this side, it's inside. Just- you know, segregated. it's segregated away <laughs> from the penis. But um, I don't have a problem with. It. I have never masturbated on mine though. Like you said, mm. you do sometimes. Mm-hmm. I I always am real horny before. Yes. And I and I, I know the period is coming, so I make sure I get a lot of like good orgasms in like the week before. Yeah. In my luteal phase, but then when my menstrual comes, I'm just like, don't talk to me for a while. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for me and, and and I think that could just be why cuz your periods affect you differently than my like my periods do. I'll, sometimes I'll have some really terrible ones and I won't be in the mood for that, but typically I just be like, "Hey, I want an orgasm." And my husband ain't yeah. home, so, you yeah. know, just do that kind of that sure. kind of stuff and and it works. But yeah, uh Dan and I were almost on a cycle for a while there where we would we would have sex and then within a day or two I would have my period. I'm like, "You are a period maker." <laughs> If you want to get you period, please borrow my husband. Uh, and it was like for yeah for months i would say like six months i was like that is amazing i can't how do you do it and it's i mean obviously it's me because i'm like what's the fuck well yeah i mean because <laughs> you were in that your hormones the horny and-
1: the horny horny phase is is luteal because that's when you can get pregnant it's like ovulation luteal so but yeah no it's it's fine it's not gross everyone stop being gross it is
0: and kalina is going to tell you a and fun now I'll fact tell you why. about it yeah so
1: I have an article. It's on greatest.com. You guys will notice that I use the same sites for all of our articles because <laughs> that's how I roll. Yes. It's where I find the good stuff. Um, so yeah, greatest.com and it's called Period Sex is Awesome. Here's How to Do It Right. And it was written by Julissa Trevick and Katherine Clark on May. It came out or it was, yeah, May 2nd, 2021. So just this year. Very recent. So it has kind of a thing about periods and like they've, it's got, period sex has gotten a bad rap because everyone's like, oh, it's gross. Mm-hmm. But then it goes, is it okay? Hell yeah. You know, sometimes it's a mental barrier more than anything. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It can be good um, or better than non-period sex. It kind of just depends. Mm-hmm. So it lists a bunch of benefits, like we talked about. There's the study that it could reduce menstrual cramps because orgasms are associated with the release of chemicals, which can help with pain. Headache relief. This one I'm going to question, and I, I'm not a, again, I'm not a scientist, but this is not what I have heard. It says that it's a natural lube, but very specifically in the cycle um, sinking process, Program that I'm on, she's very clear that period is not lube and you are, it's considered one of your dry cycles. We have two phases that are wet and two phases that are dry in our, in our cycles. And you should use more lube in your dry phases. And even though you think, yeah, I have my butt and it's a lube, she says it's not. That's from Alyssa. So I don't know about this, mm. this article saying that it is. Okay. And I'm going, eh, I've heard that it is not. Yeah. So everyone take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Do your own research <laughs> on whether or not it really is a lube cuz i it's not the consistency of lube it's not silky and well slick, no cuz you know? rain uh, rain
0: blood can be uh, great <laughs> <Rain>. uh- <laughs> I don't know where rain came from. (laughs) But blood, like, you know, it can get sticky. And so it... Yeah. Oh, oh, and it dries. It could be really
1: awful. I can imagine being horrible. Yeah, yeah.
0: I could see that. But
1: also, like, I didn't even notice it when it was happening a couple times. So, you know, like I said. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? Um, Another one is some women have a heightened libido during their menses. Mm -hmm. So that could lead to better sex. Then the next section is like, is it safe? And it's like, of course, but you do have to have, you know, still do your prevention if you're, you know, worried about pregnancy or STDs, Mm -hmm. Uh, STIs, I guess is the word now. So, you know, don't do it with a tampon in. Well, come on, ladies, we know that. (laughs) 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 Terrible. Uh (laughs) Oh, no. (sighs) So condom or other barrier to prevent STIs if you're, if it's not a monogamous Mm -hmm. relationship kind of thing. And even though you most likely can't get pregnant, it's a possibility. So be careful. Uh, Uh, You know, cleaning up. Then it suggests you know, bathtub or you know, shower are good ways. Do it outside. (laughs) They actually say that. Oh, just do it outside in the grass and (laughs) bleed all over the grass. It'll be fine. Leave it for
0: the roly polies.
1: Uh, use a towel, you know, take a shower afterwards. Mm-hmm. It does say potentially avoid positions like cowgirl because of gravity. And I'm like, that's always the one I do. Oh. <laughs> I, that's when my periods starts. I'm always on top. But then I'm like, oh.
0: That's why it looks like you
1: guys No are wonder dying. it looks like we've all just died. Because it literally is just like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> So, anyway, basically, the long and the short of it is like, it's fine, it's healthy, you're not gonna get, you know, (laughs) diseased by it Mm -hmm. if you take your own precautions, obviously. And then, yeah, it could be messy, but it's not the messiest thing that anyone's ever done. So just take a shower, bitch. Let's
0: do it. It's not making us feel
1: bad about it. Oh, it's Julissa Trevino. Ah, I got her name wrong at the top because it had a weird, like, it's like, sometimes you know online where-
0: The uh, ad I, box I, is in front of it. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, an ad box or like a letter doesn't translate. And so it shows you like squiggles yes. instead of the letter. So I just guessed at what her name was when I first, first <laughs> said it. Ah, but at the bottom, it, it had uh, it written. So Julissa Trevino. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> sorry but again that's from greatest.com period sex is awesome and here's how to do it
0: right awesome so good okay, that's yay. a nice positive message and very fitting for yeah, this book
1: exactly
0: and if you've never tried it give it a shot you may not
1: like it it's
0: true but that's okay I'm sure a lot of it's people it's not gonna be it. for
1: everybody mm-hmm. but don't just discount something because you're told it's gross yeah. by society but anyway
0: for sure <laughs> Well, good. I mean, guys, this was like a four-hour book. These are... It's not long. <laughs> yeah. The shorts and the ones that we'd love to get into, and Eve is always entertaining for us, so we are excited to have read her again, and maybe we'll do the fourth book in the future. Well, uh... Probably. We'll- yeah. <laughs> I guess is there's we probably will. gonna
1: be a time where I'm like I need a just real short book to fit in next week. So. I
0: kind of want to get back into the Kodiak books or that series or whatever's next in that phase of books that she's got. Okay, because I that was one of my favorite I would like her. to go back to her Hell books. Oh, her Hell, her Hell books
1: were good too. Because I loved Satan. He was really great. Satan
0: was good. Satan and Gaia were amazing. Mm-hmm. They were a good couple.
1: So I guess that you're right. We should probably move into other books by her, but. We liked these, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> and the fourth book, the, the the fourth one, just came out this month. Mm. Okay. So we're
0: doing it kind of timely, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, it, but if anybody else is interested in moving along in this series, it is the Dragon Misfit.
1: Yeah, the fourth book is
0: Dragon Misfit. Okay, Dragon Misfit. So we're going to let you guys figure that one out on your own <laughs> until yeah. we get there.
1: <laughs> or we might not. You're right. We might move on and do other books. Yeah. So. I mean, she's so prolific, I think a book of hers comes out monthly, so yeah. I, you know, fuck it. <laughs> we'll just have to do whatever we want. Whatever interests us, that's the only way we can do this. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway.
0: Okay. Let's rate. Rate the book. Right. Sex and then book. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready? nine.
1: Eight, nine, eight. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I just want uh, slightly harsher than you, I guess. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> No, that's okay. And I think m- why my score is a little bit higher than normal is because of the contrast between this last the last book and this book and how vastly different we felt reading or listening to these books. Yes,
1: we were disappointed in the last book. Yeah. And so this one has definitely rekindled our love of Eve and her books. Mm-hmm. But I forgot how much I didn't like it, so it was okay.
0: <laughs> that's probably good then. <laughs>
1: yeah I was just like Oh right, we didn't like that book. Oh well. Oh, we gave it sixes. We were not as no. You know, we didn't like that's that why, book. And,
0: and I think that's the reason why that. And also, I I just really loved the confidence that she built Claire with. Yeah, that was very attractive to me. Mm-hmm. As a,
1: I really liked Derek. I liked Derek too. I liked Derek a lot. I did not like Yori, and like I didn't York. get him
0: as a person. So yeah. I was confused. And Lana still was am. just as bitchy in this last. Like she's she was a bitch in the first one in her. Her book and in this one, and I don't mean like bitch. Like that's just her personality, which is fine. Like she just was yelling a lot. I think that's
1: more of it. She and I get she's a siren, so I guess that's supposed to be part of her thing. Yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah, but she was always just it's like she on the phone. She was like, "You didn't tell me you almost blew up," and I was like, "Whoa, calm Mm -hmm. down. It's not good for the baby to be this (laughs) upset." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah, so, no, we did this one. I love it, yeah. so if you want if you aren't sure, definitely read hybrid and Bunny, <laughs> yeah, you can skip siren. <laughs> but. But it's good. It's fun. Yeah. I'm yeah glad we got back to it. What are we reading next?
0: So, for our next book, we are going to read Faking It with a Demon, an Australian feel good paranormal romance novel by Rhiannon Hartley. So, this yeah. is an eyeball read that we're going to be doing eyeballs. And Not
1: earballs. Not
0: earballs. Eyeballs. We- Use the eyeballs again and it looks very interesting and yes sounds fun this is a fun trope that I think is really oh I love
1: interesting. it interesting one of my favorite things is like silly rom-com movies where I gotta take a fake date to this holiday event so my mom doesn't <laughs> you know harass me about not being yeah. married or, like, yep. fake fake engagements, fake fucking. Just, I love yeah. fake dating that turns into real. The, real. <laughs> yeah,
0: like that movie with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Um, oh, the proposal. <laughs> yes, it's the, proposal. the fucking best. You know why it's the best? Let me tell you why it's the best. Okay, because tell me why. Because he walks out of the fucking shower. Oh, just that god. towel on okay he's okay he's a beautiful man right but he has so never been more beautiful than in that fucking scene when the towel falls down i mean obviously you can't see anything but jesus fucking christ how yeah. is anybody that fucking beautiful
1: he was very gorgeous well and she was all gorgeous yes too, she was and all was gorgeous and that and... two naked sweaty wet gorgeous <sighs> people and i was like oh, oh my god i just love it Love it so much.
0: But any anyway, but but also the story in the movie was really good.
1: <laughs> yes, the story of the movie. But anyway, so <laughs> this I think is a book with that trope, but with a demon. Yes. So we're very excited to give that a shot. Mm-hmm. And an Australian author, I think. Yeah. I can't be wrong, but I think our first Australian
0: author. I think so. Not our yeah, yep, our first yep. At least the that I know of. <laughs> no, I think I think you're right. We had an Australian narrator. For one yes. of our past books, but the story wasn't by an Australian. an Australian author. Okay, but in the
1: meantime, we'd love to hear from all of you. We'd be really excited if you reached out on any of our social media platforms or email us at Books. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. <laughs> I've done two now. I know. Um, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Or Gmail, sh dirtybooks at gmail.com. And in all those places, it's shh with three H's. Just like you found it to listen to us. You know. <laughs> the same. By now, if you don't know it, I, how are you doing this? How are you accomplishing <laughs> this task? How
0: do you spell sh? That's what I want to know. Three. And you can find us on our website at dirtybooks.com and most places that you can find podcasts. And thank you, Jim Townsend, for the music. We truly do love it. If you guys can rate, review, subscribe to our podcast in any place that you guys can do that, that'd be great. So with that, we will say goodnight. This is Saylette. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Reading Dirty Books with Kalina and Saylat. Be sure to tune into the next episode with some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.